The Caliendo Cast with Frank Caliendo, John Holmberg, Scott Long, and the rest of the Caliendo crew. Informing you, entertaining you, changing your life forever. It's the most important podcast in the history of Western civilization. It's good enough. All right, are we ready? Still looks delayed. <sighs> what looks delayed? That's fine. It's no, because the sound the is also delayed. Don't get into the technical Just side. I don't of, understand. You're hurting me. I'm sorry. You're hurting me. <laughs> I'm trying to start the I understand. Po- I've been trying Look, to start the podcast for 15 <laughs> hours. I've been on the other side of this asking questions and not doing a thing is the worst person alive. I apologize. I'm going to tell you I, this is the difficulty. I spend all day not paying attention to the rundown <laughs> of the shows. We're trying to record two shows tonight. Oh, uh, you're done. The and I have gone to my notepad three or four times. I finally got something down in the last five minutes, but I literally started at about 10 a.m. this morning. Shelves are there's no way Batman on the shelf makes it the whole way. Oh, is he tilted? Dark coming down. Yeah, the Dark Knight is not rising. Don't. He's all right. Don't blow him. He can handle. I can blow the Batman. I can blow the Batman. He's fine. All right. So I wanted to start out with this. uh, So Adam Ahmed, uh, by the way, uh, Scott Long. Uh, is with us, John Holmberg, Frank Caliendo. It's in the intro. I don't know why I'm saying it. <laughs> I forgot we had an intro, but we don't play it while we're recording it. Why are you laughing? What are you laughing at? Because you're frantic. You got to calm down. Yeah. Okay. I'm, de- the- I'm just. I'm. I'm flustered with everything I've tried yeah. to do, and then I had a plan, and I blew the plan. Uh, so this guy, Adam Ahmed. I got to make sure I'm saying it. Adam Ahmed. <laughs> I made sure I made him send me his. Oh, he's got his Gruden. Thing. Yeah, he's doing Gruden. He just sends me Gruden stuff all the time. It's constant. And he goes to different classes. He goes to school in Canada. Yeah. And he just sends me classes. Now, he also. So they'll. What, one of the things they'll do is they send messages into the professor or the teacher and they go up on the board and he sends me video of him setting stuff up like spider to why banana <laughs> going up on the board in a college class and then he was explaining i'm not sure what class it was but to the teacher uh he was supposed to be doing some type of graphing and he's diagramming spider to why banana the play <laughs> And the teacher's just kind of going along with it, and uh, he sends me other things. Here's a little girl. I got it. <laughs> see a little girl doing a group. Yeah, she's, she, he makes her just, and he's got drunk women that he calls me with, and they're like, I tell you what, man. So everywhere he goes, he is now thinking of you. Yeah, and he's wearing jean shorts. He's, it's very odd, but he's a super nice guy, mm-hmm. but he just keeps sending me all this stuff. Why do we get the feeling John Lennon had a similar conversation <laughs> with somebody about his new friend Mark? <laughs> imagine there's no <laughs> right. Gruden. And all this. <laughs> tell you, man, I can't imagine. No Gruden. <laughs> yeah. Tell you what. Just be I'm careful. Like, be careful. Yeah. That's yeah. all I'm saying. Well, I I do, and I've I've gotten close to saying, 
hey, are you crazy? Yeah. Or are you just, just having ask. fun? I know that's what you were alluding to the whole time, but yeah. I think he can take it. Here's one of him in bed, <laughs> just yeah. laying in this bed. Is, <laughs> don't, don't stand outside the Dakota. Well, I have, I'm getting it on record. That's <laughs> yeah, what we're that's doing true. right Well, now. give me your phone. At least send it to me so I can give it to the lawyer, because when he gets you, First thing he's going to do is take your phone. All right. So tell me a little bit about this. He's No, he's a super guy. Oh, man. Uh, no, fantastic. And uh, can, can I ask a question? Yeah. Because I'm trying to follow. Did Mark David Champman wear jorts? Is that what the <laughs> yes. whole point of this is? That was or? the tie-in. Although it was December, so he probably wasn't wearing jorts anymore. But he is a jort guy. Hold on. I'm confused. Baxter, are you switching cameras at all? Okay, good. Because I, I looked to see if he's switching cameras. He's not doing his job. Is that what Baxter does? Yeah, he's, tw- he's oh. a camera switcher. And he hasn't switched a camera yet. You just think the two shot's perfect for the whole time? I thought Baxter was just here with a sprained ankle. What, what Baxter? I said, when, he said, when in doubt, keep it wide. Yeah, but you can't doubt the whole time. <laughs> when in doubt, this, this isn't doubt the play. This isn't. <laughs> what just when, when in doubt, don't do a thing. Okay. That's the story of his college career right there. <laughs> oh, my God. When in doubt, keep it wide. All right, I'm sorry to cut into your uh, story, Scott. I just uh, no, no, I, that's it. I mean, and and Baxter is the Mrs. Doubtfire of your home. So yeah, that's true. He would be the doubt. Well, hello, who you Virginia your dude fire? And guess what? I'm not firing on any cylinders. I just want to be with my kids. All right. Uh, There's Miranda Hillard's kids. <laughs> sorry, I can do the whole thing. Let's do the whole movie. Is that was that your Remington Steel? No, I've got a cold. Nothing's okay. Is that is that what it is? Everything's going to sound like I'm dying. <laughs> it's going to sound like Lemmy from Motorhead. <sighs> Sorry, go ahead, so, Scott. Yeah, you got a story, Scott? Don't, I got nothing. Please, okay, let's good. go back. <laughs> let's start over, Scott. Said. All right. So, what was the? the you went golfing today? No, a, a couple days ago, I had a Just friend. Say it's today. Make people- today, I went golf. Yeah, that's what I thought. Spent most of the day golfing. In fact, I took the day off to golf. And uh, and but I was supposed to just meet some people at the driving range. I haven't golfed in over two years, and uh, I've had a bad shoulder and everything else. So I'm like, maybe I'll give it a run. So the driving range is being reseated, and I can't play, so I can't hit. And the guy's like, well, why don't you just go out and play? We'll get you on there. And I'm like, all right, but I don't want to play with anybody. I haven't played forever. And he goes, we'll get you on by yourself. It's two thirty in the afternoon. Nobody's coming if there is. Anyway, so I first hole, I go out. Uh, I play two balls, birdie both of them. I chip in from about 50 yards, and I'm like, I'm great at golf, like immediately <laughs> good at golf. And then so the second hole, I lace the drive. I'm like, this is amazing. I should have taken two years off and just skipped every lesson that I ever took. I'm killing the ball. Uh, then I get paired up on the third one because I caught up with a couple named Dan and uh, Mindy. And Dan and Mindy are very kind people, very nice folks. Anytime you, anytime you preface with people being nice and kind, you know it's coming. It's not. Yeah. Good. Well, they were, but they were, uh, they were fine. But they went through the the gambit of uh, of things you say when you don't have anything to say to somebody. Like immediately, the small talk just rattled in. Like uh, you know, I sat there. I'm like, look, I'm going to be catching you all day. We might as well just, I'll just play. I won't bother you guys if you want to no, 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 we like it a lot i'm like um dan mindy well and uh, i'm like all right and he goes so uh you're from here I'm like yeah i live here we've lived all over columbus and he rattles it off but we're currently in indianapolis although we lived here for a long while i'm like oh, that's great and uh so he hits the next shot and he's like you can't beat this weather can you i'm like no you can't you know being in indianapolis we we have many many weather swings that's no way. That was the actual transition. Yes, and, being uh, being in we have a lot of weather swings. I'm like the only one I've ever experienced in Indianapolis is rain, and it's just nonstop 
I said, the only thing between Indianapolis rain and a tropical storm is palm trees. And that's it. And he goes, well, there's no escape. And then I realized, oops, I just started to talk about weather with a guy who wants to talk about weather. Three holes, 18 minutes of my life. <laughs> Every time silence was broken, it was Indianapolis Dan talking about the last storm he was in. And he's got a lot of storms to but talk about. But did this affect your golf game? Horrible. I went from birdies and chipping in to just shanking into houses. I, I broke up a barbecue. I'm screaming, I'm screaming for like crazy. It's nonstop. That was like the only word I knew. I was like a muppet. It just goes, four, four, four. It was the seagulls from uh, uh, the Nemo movie. So it goes on for about seven or eight holes. Uh, and then, of course, uh, we used to live here, so where do you live? And I told him what my area. And he goes, where's your work? And I'm like, oh, it's over on 52nd Street in the 202. Oh, no. How do you get there? <laughs> oh, no, really? How do you get there? It's Chris Rock's old line of, like, we're going to eventually talk about routes to work. And I'm like, this guy's doing it. And I'm like, I, I don't know, 51 to the 202. Get, uh, why am I? This isn't interesting to anyone. Please stop saying words. And so then I shank, 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 and he goes, I think I've affected your game. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, you're an energy vampire. You're affecting my entire You didn't life. say that. No, I, I thought it. But okay. I think he saw it in my eyes. You're- I typed it out, and then I just handed him a, a phone. But it was brutal. And then he left, and the first hole he left was a par five, birdied it. Oh, so you're back on your game. Yeah, because he left after the ninth hole. So I was, I was with him from the third to the ninth. Tenth hole, birdie it. I'm like, it's Dan and Mindy. They're the problem. Their golf sucks. And then so I get to the 11th hole, 166-yard par three. Now, keep in mind, I haven't played in two years. I have no idea what feels right and what feels wrong. And I actually hit a ball so perfect that after it left the tee, I said, oh, that's good, out loud. And I'm like, please, please don't go in the hole. It is just tracking right to the pin. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. It's the only person ever in golf history to say, please stay out of the hole. Don't go in. Because if I'd have hit a hole in one, there is no way anyone believes me. Yeah. I'm by myself. I don't even believe you about Dan and Mindy. Uh, well, Dan, Dan and Mindy might have been. A, it was a little bit of my fight club on the way in. My <laughs> fight club, really boring stories. Golf club? Yeah, my fight club is conversation. It's a fight, a conversation that I'm trying to fight. But there they were. And Mindy didn't play. She just sat and looked at her phone and then goes, do you have kids? At one point, just way off in the distance, I'm about to hit a shot. I hear, do you have kids? <laughs> what? Me? No, I'm fine. I don't, no, thank you. And then I hit my shot, shank it into a house. They left. I was gold again. But if you hit a ball within 15 inches of a hole on a hole-in-one, all you're thinking about is if that would have just trickled a little further, right. I'd have a story no one believes forever. My only blessing in golf would have been considered a lie from jump. So if I'm ever golfing with you, yeah, <laughs> I'm bringing Dan and Mindy. If you brought Dan and, and winning, Mindy, you and I would have a blast with Dan and Mindy because I would make you so uncomfortable. They're, uh, what's his name from Happy Gilmore? Jackass! No, there, no, Jackass at least had a purpose. Oh, he was doing. trying He to. was trying. Dan was just trying to be friendly and has no idea how to make conversation with Why can't people just be quiet? I don't understand why. Or say something interesting. Or be quiet until you But they think something. that's yeah. interesting. They fill the air with noise. And he was a pleasant person. There's nothing about him that was unpleasant outside of, I don't want to talk about Indianapolis I, weather. I, I'm just thinking about my mother-in-law will say... So, and I, like, I oh, one time no. went, oh, God. Because <laughs> it's a freight train of boring. No, there's not. There's nothing. Just yeah. uh, silence makes me really happy. Yeah. So I is that it. weird cattle guard of conversational boring that clears the people who know what's coming out. And then the dummies stand there and go, uh-huh. And the next thing you know, you're like, yeah, that's Indianapolis. Winter was rough. Was it? <laughs> Real rough. Great.
We had snow. Isn't that annual? I don't. What don't you expect about that? It's like living in Tornado Alley. There's tornadoes here. <laughs> I know. It's where you live, idiot. Brutal. Yeah, it was rough. You been to the 500? Uh, really? No. Scott, you're on. Uh, you're on vacation at the moment. In in. Well, uh, uh, well I'm on vacation from Indianapolis. <laughs> How's I the weather? How's that? the weather in that's Minneapolis? Where, that's Minneapolis. Where I live. Uh, let me just say, first off, I figured Holmberg was going to go. You probably know him from Indianapolis because yeah. someone would say that. And you're like, well, it is the 17th biggest city in the United States. So they knew no, you. I, I don't know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and then and it was a bad week for anyone that was in Holmberg's like uh, radius that was from Indianapolis, because if you'd have heard the podcast last week as I was just destroyed left and right by him. So. Unlike oh, and by, by the like way, don't be. think that was just last week, Scott. Yeah, no. that's going to be a segment, <laughs> yeah. Scott. That's going to be but, what I want people to understand is that no, no. that you are a very funny guy, and uh, <laughs> no, that's true. It's it's uh, if you have to explain that here on the podcast. No, 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 no because <laughs> Scott and I actually talked about it because he's like, w- he came to me and he's like, listen, you can we can do whatever you want. I love being part of it, but remember, I make a living being funny, right? And I was like, oh, I know. <laughs> Uh, we if let me see how we set that stuff up because he's like I don't want to because because I've been in that situation before right. where you're just making up I think topical jokes are the sure. hardest thing Horrible. they're not funny yeah. like all monologues are brutal was that when you text me and go oh my god Scott just told me he makes a living being funny I'll get right back to you yes yeah that was hilarious that was, uh, that was good not, I couldn't believe you not I couldn't supposed believe you. to be brought up here oh I thought that was all part of the nope bit. that's no, no that's where it said OMG being... you're not gonna believe this. Yeah. Hold tight. And then I waited right by my phone. Maybe you should have quieted down. Oh. Hey. How's the weather? Hey, snowing? <laughs> it's a little snow. Yeah. I, I felt... expect heat. Yes. I expect. We don't miss Oh, these I'm feeling stones. the heat. I am feeling no, the heat. I just, I, we're going to, uh, do you have some more topical <laughs> jokes for this week? For an hour. I'm, today, I'm more focused on the weather. That's <laughs> what we're doing here. In weather humor? Weather jokes. How about, how about this? Uh, you start out. Uh, Skip Spiceland. Winter Warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Farmer's Almanac says it's going to be a warm fall. <laughs> so, uh, so you're on the vacation in yes. Minneapolis. You in, went to Field of Dreams. I saw. Yeah, I just went up the Mississippi. Uh, in the Midwest, we have a thing where the leaves actually change, and people find that attractive. Versus Talking the heat miser, which is where you live. Mm. You know, so it's, it's I feel like Dan and Mindy and I got my next shot. Please quiet down. I've got to line up this 100-yarder. <laughs> we just set you up to brutality. <laughs> no, but uh, do you have some of the so, – that, that was my favorite segment ever. I know it's just brutal on you, <laughs> but it was so much fun, and I got so much feedback of how <laughs> people were like, man, I bet Scott Long is hilarious when he's not around you two evil dudes. Yeah, I, I'm not going to be mean this week. I am. Okay. No, no I want no, no. you to be uh No, he's are, he invited it. Mean. He's just like, let's just make yeah. sure people don't know this these are my regular jokes. Right. This is just yeah. stuff you're thinking. Yeah. Yeah, it's I fun. I don't go <laughs> to yeah. brutal. <laughs> Deadly. All right. So are we ready to jump into some sports? Sure. Go. What? <laughs> you're deflated. He's, he's defeated. Oh my god. Wow. No. <laughs> <laughs> That was uh, oh, there was one moment with Dan and Mindy that was odd. That wasn't weather that, or traffic. We're standing on a little ledge, and Dan Dan says quietly, "You know, I watched a man fall down once. I thought he was dead." 
And I'm like, what? And he goes, you fell off a ledge. Out of nowhere? Well, because we were about a six-foot ledge over this thing, and I'm just kind of leaning. I watched a man fall off that one set. He just knocked the wind out of himself, but I thought he was dead. Like, oh, my God. That was his. That's your only interesting thing, and now I'm scared. <laughs> He's, of you. He had that in his pocket, ready to that. go. This guy seems comfortable with that. Ever kill a man in the good weather? It's hard to bury people here with all you the caliche. Grown man naked. <laughs> yeah, I would have liked that. Yeah, that would have been okay. I would have been all right with Thanks that. At least it's interesting. Pittsburgh Steelers once again going to the Super Bowl. Tell you what, man. <laughs> Tell you what, man. <laughs> you weren't even trying to no. do it. Two and four. It's the best bad team in football. <laughs> it's hard to argue with that, isn't it? Uh, they dismantled the Chargers, who aren't good. They dismantled the Bengals, and the teams they've lost to, they've lost by three outside of the Patriots, who are clearly going to win everything this year. So You think so? I, they seem a little bit down. Like they they uh, don't seem... They do this every year. Uh, they, they do something dumb every year like this. Right. Well, at the beginning of the season, they usually lose a few games. Yeah. They, usually well, at they the can't beginning lose to their schedule. They can right, they screw around, and they'll walk over everybody accidentally. Yeah. Uh so, but Duck Hodges was fun. Got a guy named Del- Devlin Duck Hodges as the quarterback. He's the Alabama State Duck champion, Duck calling champion. That's right. He's the Duck Hodges, and he's their backup. And he had a great game against the Chargers because he did exactly what he was supposed to. Steelers look sharp. Something's wrong with the Chargers. And I always looked at Phillip Rivers as, as my problem with the NFL starting around the year 2000, 2005, was this fantasy football Hall of Fame that has translated on into regular uh, uh, every week football. I think Philip Rivers is a good quality quarterback who puts up fantasy football numbers, and it makes it inflates him. He can't win big games. He's won yeah. nothing of significance. He blows games he should win. John, there aren't that many people who win big games. I know. But There's a Phillip reality Rivers to that. Is like, oh, he's a franchise this, and he's great just because he's good enough against average. And he was twelve and four last year and couldn't get past a team. You know, obviously a better team, but when it comes down to it, he's over with Brady. He's never beaten Tom Brady. Uh, the guy, yeah, but it's Tom Brady. How many people aren't? He's, wait a second. He's never beaten a Tom never Brady in a, a single Tom, game. Russell Wilson's beaten him. He's got a winning record against Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean it's a just saying it's a, <laughs> it's a weird. Oh, that's your Seattle yeah, love. It's a weird thing that Philip Rivers gets all this. One of the greatest to ever play the game, and also he's. Got I don't. Yes, yeah. See, I I disagree on the that he's that he's just one of the not. Best. That he's great. He's, he's a fantasy football B plus yeah. quarterback, which, nah. is, which I would love to be. Wait, Scott, you're his good. his. Well, think about his head coach during his career for Philip Rivers. If Philip Rivers is facing Brady, yeah, he's not facing Brady. He's facing Belichick. He's not going to win when he's True. got coaches that have never been good. The Steelers have a good coach. They've had two good coaches under Roethlisberger. There's no good coach that I think Phil Rivers has ever played with. Wilson has Pete Carroll. Once again, another really good coach. But doesn't that speak volumes to Philip Rivers that he, that head coaches get fired his entire tenure? But they're not good coaches, and and that and that organization is run horribly. That yeah. the uh, the Spanos people who decide let's take you to Los Angeles, and we have no fans there, right? And you're going to play an away game like the Steelers when they played them was yeah. it not a home game for the Steelers? So. I would defend him to – I don't know if he's a great quarterback, but he's never had the, the elite kind of coach. coaching. Right, but when you're, 12 and, when you're 12 and 4 and it's all on your shoulders because that's the way they've done it, 
uh, isn't it kind of on you when the big game falls in your hands and it's close and you blow it in the end, which I've seen him do countless amount of times no matter who the coach was? I mean, Ken Wisenhunt is not a good coach, but he thrives under that. He puts up numbers. I just don't get the, the Phillip Rivers love, especially because they always say what a great teammate he is and what a great guy he is. And, and you watch him, he yells at his teammates constantly, and at the end of the game with the Steelers, he grabs Mike Hilton and starts pushing him around because he was frustrated and just starts – any other quarterback does that, and he looks like a jerk. And I don't know why they're anointing him, you know, the gold jacket, which he deserves, uh, you know, uh, a thought to get into the Hall of Fame. But I think we're really liberal with it because of fantasy football. There's other quarterbacks like that. I think Tony Romo's another one. Who wasn't yeah. that great a quarterback? He put no, up fantasy football numbers, and people well, thought he was amazing. It wasn't amazing. even that; it was the fact that he would maneuver around and get outside the pocket and still yeah. look down the field. All those analysts—that's what they always talk about. Yeah, they don't. If if a quarterback looks to run and can get away from uh, the pursuit, yeah, and then can find players downfield, they feel that's what they. That's why they say Aaron Rodgers. Is so incredibly great, and right. the but last his pinpoint few, accuracy is incredible. But he, I don't even think amazing. he's been amazing. But you, you guys think I think he's good. I think I'm tainted on him. I just think I've I've heard too many things about people that have that played with him, like him that don't like right. him and have struggled with him. I remember going. I went to dinner with a bunch of offensive linemen years ago, yeah. and they wouldn't say anything bad, but they definitely didn't say anything good. Right, but that's like, the same as Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, now he's well, got a bunch of guys around him that love him. But for years, it was, he was kind of the aloof quarterback. Well, he he, I, I saw him at a charity event, and he said that all the pl- guys make fun of him. They all do impressions of him, just yeah. audibling and right. uh, you know making them block a lot of extra time. <laughs> like that was the other thing about the lineman in uh, from Green Bay too. They're like, he just won't throw the ball. You know, uh, yeah. take a chance. He's going makes to, them work harder. Yeah, to keep and that's the play I mean, and that was not so much a negative, but they're like, man, just throw it away sometimes. Yeah. And then last year, he just threw it away all the time because he didn't want to use Mike McCarthy's right. plays. Right. I mean, it's just well, there is definitely the idea that some some quarterbacks have the the whole team loving them and stuff. I just don't I just don't understand how fast we we are to anoint guys like you know the Baker Mayfields and all that other stuff. Everybody wants to throw a jacket on somebody. 5 years. It ta- 5 At years least. before you know somebody's pretty good. The 3 year it used to feel like about 3 years you could yeah. tell and now I think it's 5 because the first year can go either way. You could get a little bit lucky. You could get smashed, and you don't know what's going on. You can't read the defenses at all. And if you're really good the first year, the second year they figure it out. And then God, third, in third year you kind of come back uh, and, and make some – You know, if you can adjust. It's all adjustments. Everything in the NFL. Look at what's going on with the Browns. Oh. The Browns, at the beginning of the game, they're pretty solid. Scripted plays, they're solid. They, they have to make adjustments. They're done. Yeah. Freddie Kitchens destroyed – yeah, just he blew it. Yeah, no, he's 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 being shown the door quickly. I think they're not getting ready. They're no, not. they can't. But they, that's the thing. Right. I think every other coach is like, "There you are. See your way out, man." Because we've got this game now. Because you're not going to adjust. He's bad at it. Maybe he'll grow into it. But I think a coach needs a couple years too. Right. Absolutely. But you who's know? who would even if you got rid of, rid of Freddie Kitchens? Who's coming Nobody. into that? Because they yeah they're they, stuck with him for a while. Yeah, unless they, he quits because. You can't get rid of coaches in the middle of seasons, no. two seasons in a row. Oh, could you imagine just, them trying that again? Just dysfunctional. It's yeah. obliterated. But I do. Do you guys think though that if fantasy football didn't exist in the in the size and scope that it does, that a lot of guys would probably not be playing? Like, there's a lot of guys that would be like, well, maybe we should move on or let's not take that chance anymore. 
Because I, 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 I always turn to Philip Rivers on that, but I think there's a few players where you just look and like, man, the only reason that guy I'll, plays is because of the numbers. And I'll, I'll, not give you the, I'll give you the ultimate one this year. Matt Ryan has a 72% completion percentage. His quarterback rating is 103. He, but they can't run the ball, yeah. and their defense is falling apart. And so, I mean, they're totally – they're like, you know – they're like uh, Vin Diesel. They're one-dimensional. There we go. <laughs> oh, that's a, that might be I a like good that one. That might be a good enough joke to go into your <laughs> like topical that. jokes. I'll, I'll bring it back, I and like then you guys that. can think of a way to rip it. Never. But, no, uh, I did, no, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> what was that laugh? <laughs> now, don't, don't laugh. It wasn't that good. Scott Long laughs the rest of the show. Hold on. I, 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 okay, so there's a couple things. I, I really want to get to your uh, – you, you do have some jokes, right, Scott? You have, you're big on I'm so excited. Okay, that's all. That's all we need is a cup. You you have to keep the energy up. You have to yeah. keep it up. We'll okay. Hey, I'm yeah. No, we're gonna fight, do Doctor did you, Fernie Pachenko. Did you not see the Joker? This is exactly what happened to him. Yeah, that's what you bring all. him on the show, make him tell a couple jokes, and then we ridicule him. The <laughs> yeah. next thing you know, hey, 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 gonna shoot I'm me. done. Think you guys gonna shoot me? Uh, spoiler alert! I just spoiled. All right, we'll do that in a minute. This is something I really want to get into because. John sent me a text about a theory, one of his theories, and I'm like, "This is so far fetched." With a while ago? Uh, no, no, to this. Oh, okay, the, the, okay. Today, gotcha. Or, or yesterday? Okay. The one about the, the well, you can get into it. Well, the WWE. Thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I saw some news today that I went from you're you're a nut job. <laughs> yeah. To I'm right. You're 100 percent correct. What was your news? Jerry Jones. What do you do? I didn't even see it. He said, well, uh, uh, right now, uh, the, the calls are what everybody's talking about. Yeah. And uh, that is what our game is. As long as people are talking, they are. That confirms uh, That's it. exactly what we want. And I'm going to go into my chamber. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's rubber stamped to me that that game with the Packers and Lions uh, is now this new thing of keep the NFL talking heads talking all week. Give us a reason to have bad guys and good guys. Give me black hats. Give me white hats. Give me, you know, it's the Do same. Do you think there's going to be music mu- entry I th- when the quarterback goes out to the field? Yeah. I am yeah, a real. Yeah. And he's going, it's Dillinger. It's Dillinger. <laughs> Pick up that microphone and go, all right, brothers, let me tell you something about this game tonight. It's gotten to the point now where they don't care about getting the calls right. They care about making them so egregiously wrong that all week people are tuning in to see what's going to happen next. The same way when Jake the Snake Roberts would look to see if the ref was looking and then twist the guy's leg a little and everybody be like, oh, my God, he's cheating, he's cheating. And they're screaming like, hee, 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 the ref didn't see it. Bad call, the ref, or a slow count. How did you slow count that guy? He's the champion. You took your belt away. For weeks up until uh, WrestleMania, people were like, you see that match he took? Big Show was the champion, but he counted slow, and then they hit him in the head. It's the same thing. There he is, Aaron the Snake Rogers. What could be in that sack? What could be in that satchel? It couldn't be. It, you, I'm just, look, it's moving around. I got to tell you, I'm excited. I don't know what's coming it, I've never seen it. it, it could, I think that's that's got to be. Oh, no. That's Damien's in there. That's a snake. I, they better hope that this defense is unable to stop. They got to get off the field as fast as possible. It's uh, it is absolutely to me gotten to the point where they've obviously blown calls 
on yeah, the nationally televised games only. So n- the next day, America tunes in to see, are they going to do anything? What's going on? Who's mad? Aaron Rodgers got to interview him. Oh, you got to interview uh, Trey Flowers, who was the guy who did the thing. Oh, Bakhtiari was the one who told the referees to watch out for that. Oh, are they in on it? With the- And it's so fake to me. And it started with the Antonio Brown stuff, and every week I've looked at it differently because they have to eventually stop playing football and keep people interested with storylines. And that's what they're doing. Well, uh, as an owner uh, and a proprietor of the Dallas Cowboys, mm-hmm. let me just say that this is... Uh, <clears throat> I, oh, I'm sorry about that. I was just, just something got caught in my... Uh, they're, they're turning the frogs gay! <laughs> Jerry Alex Jones is great. Um, I just wait for Vince McMahon to come in and go, the XFL and the NFL is the exact same league. It's mine. Well, that's the other thing, is that the XFL is happening, so the NFL has to – I just don't want to believe that. They won't blink at the XFL. No, 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 because I think they're working in conjunction in many ways. But what? Uh, absolutely. It's going to be a training ground. It's going to be everything the NFL's ever wanted, and it's going to be a show. And they've taught them the entertainment side of the NFL, which has been missing but because then, they've stolen it. All these players are so afraid to talk to the media, open and honest, that now they're, like, forcing their hand to go be mad or have emotion in their press conferences, whereas before it was boring. But the problem is there's no gambling in wrestling. Right. There is the biggest money in the NFL is gambling. But what cements that more than human error being acceptable in a sport? It's not fixed. It's well, just okay. not getting so, it right. Let me get into my stance on, on instant replay because I think instant replay, they end up getting everything wrong anyways or a lot of things wrong. There, I, don't, I, would love to, I haven't seen that study yet. Scott, have you seen any study for – how much more they get correct nowadays because of uh, instant replay? I wish I had a really good answer for you. No, right, but I mean, I I, 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 no, because I don't think that study's out there. I don't think they're doing that. No. They would never do that. It would, it would prove one way right or one way wrong, and they don't want that. Some yet. of the biggest crazy calls have been missed with instant replay. And my, my take on instant replay is this. I actually don't mind instant replay. But how many times – I think it's used totally incorrectly. Completely. Somebody's in New York. They go to New York, and they have to look at it there. They have a centralized re- review booth right. area, right? Why not have that stuff? They can afford it. You tell yeah. me they can't afford having in stadium. Re- in stadium, yeah. the refs. Why do they only have a seven man crew or an eight man crew? Add more refs. Add more refs. Put some of the refs at monitors. But you know what that means? More refs, more flags on the field because more guys are going to see stuff. So I agree with you that they could have a monitor and a guy in a booth that said you guys missed that. But you would have holding on every call. I think eliminating. Well, then change how holding is called. Eliminate. The replays for anything but touchdowns and fumbles because it has done nothing. The original intent was replay will get our missed calls right. It's actually made it harder. Well, because HD TVs made it even worse. That and slow motion. And those are two No slow motion. I've said that for years. A hundred percent. It should just be going in regular speed so you can see what a human being would see. That makes sense at least. And you get three looks at it, no slow motion, and that's it. And you're like, I can't determine what I think that's that's fair fair. because I I watched a game years ago where I think it was Marcus Wheaton was catching a ball it was against the Seahawks Steelers Seahawks and Marcus Wheaton was it was a close game and he had the ball in his hand and he had both feet down 
but as they slow-mo rolled that frame by frame, the ball twisted once in his hand. The spiral continued in his hand. And they're like, well, he doesn't have full control of it. And I'm like, he absolutely has full control of it, but that ball is rolling when it gets there. You can't just stop motion everything. And if you're going one-tenth of a frame, you're going to see stuff that's like, oh, this isn't it. Uh-oh, the, what do we lose? The whole stage is falling apart. Oh, the, the undershelf, the, the Batman's, the, the Batcave oh, just went Batman's down. angry. But, yeah, so if they just eliminated that and said human error is part of it, that's fine. We'll review scoring plays and turnovers. Hold on, Batman. I disagree. <laughs> I have something to say, and it's immediate. But yeah, the I just don't understand that. That I don't think any fan turns around and says that. And the other thing in the Steelers Chargers game, there was a punt where the uh, Chargers uh, guy caught it, and the Steelers uh, corner accidentally or accidentally or hit it out of his hand, thereby making it so uh, it was called a fumble on the field. But he didn't give him a chance to actually catch the ball. It's a non-reviewable play. They called it a fumble on the field. Well, the refs aren't allowed to review it. Nobody can throw a flag. But the refs stood there and watched the big screen and then had a huddle and said, well, that's not right, and then called the play right. So they're so confused. It's not their fault anymore. They get they can't win or lose this battle. Well, they're actually they going after Al Riveron now, yeah. uh, the head of the officials. and But some a lot of people are saying that he's got his hands tied because they're calling it differently. They're told to call it differently on the field than they're told – in New York in the reviews. Yep. yep. And that doesn't make sense. It should be the same standard throughout. Otherwise, there's no process. It's micromanagement, and they've over-adjudicated a very simple game, and now they've got this whole mess going on. Can I ask? I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I want to make sure I understand Holmberg's theory. And their theory is, is that that the NFL is doing something similar to, like, pro wrestling, where they're trying to create um, news – uh, and they don't care. The bad calls are good because Jerry Jones, yeah. for example, is saying that. Scott, I don't even and know if that's just like wrestling. That might just be like the news. Yeah, well, that's true. No, yeah. that's what I was going to say. It's it's exactly the playbook of Donald Trump. That's yeah. how where there was no money spent by his campaign, and there was what you know eighty seven million dollars a week being spent by Hillary, yeah. and then they showed Trump was spending none. Yep, and they were like, well, that'll never work. But he pumps out something every day to control the narrative. That is a bad. tremendous analogy. It really is, Scott Loggett. I can't wait to hear some of your topical jokes. But let me say this <laughs> because I'm going to tweet at them and I'm going to I'm going to destroy them. But you're making a lot of sense. And basically the NFL is the me of the NFL. It really is. <laughs> Can I just chime in here a second as CEO and chairman and owner of Dallas Cowboys real quick? Did you also happen to notice that George W. Bush and Ellen were in my booth? And that caused an uproar <laughs> on the NFL network as well, which is a great storyline. We love that one. And let me let me say this, that all the, uh, all the evil letters I was getting about the time I was sitting there with Ellen, she's a good lady. She's a... Uh, but let's both be honest. We had invited Owen Wilson, and we were shocked when Ellen showed up and told us who she was because for two quarters we were both asking her about Owen's work. <laughs> I thought she was great as that car. What's that movie called? She's, yeah, What's Crash that? Lightyear. <laughs> I love great that movie, guy, man. Me too. It's good having you both in the squares. <laughs> You're turning into that. <laughs> They're in a box. They were in a box together. It was like the Hollywood Squares up in Jerry oh. Jones's booth. And everybody flipped out because they can't be friends. Yeah, that's a weird. That's I, oh, a, a story. 
That's part of my theory. I know you're. Why would you? Why I don't want they you to be, be there together? I, because they're human beings and human they're beings. They're not and, human beings. They're celebrities, and they're in a Jerry Jones's booth that is so intentional. Ellen and George W. Now, Bush next to each okay, other. Okay, no, see, I disagree. Then you're oh. going too far in that because uh, Super Bowl, Pittsburgh Steelers, you were there. Green Super Bowl Packers. Different. It was, but hold on, it was Madden and yeah. uh, Bush sitting next to each other. Jerry Jones sitting in the middle. You guys know that there's a guy who does both your voices. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> we won't let him in. What's that guy's name? Caddy Adondo? <laughs> so I was right there and supposed to be. They had it all said. I was past the Secret Service and everything. Yeah. But they, I was too nice, and they, I, I should have just walked up there and said, "Hey guys, what's going right. on?" Blah 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 blah. Yeah. You know. But uh, it was 2011. It was before this. This is a new I, world again, of social again, media. Once again, I think you have a really good point on about 80%. I'm telling and you. And then you're a freaking nut job. In a couple weeks, you'll be like, sorry. <laughs> you were right. There's no way Ellen and, and George Bush are sitting next to each other, and the camera finds them. But without she's from that Texas, being, isn't she? I don't know. Of Louisiana. She's um, from New Orleans. No. Not Texas. No, she's from Louisiana. No, I'm saying Scott's but, right, so no to Texas. Right Why are you on Scott's side? You've never been on Scott's <laughs> Scott's side. hilarious. He's better be writing those jokes. <laughs> Get those hey, Frank, jokes I'm ready. I'm you just got a new joke. You got a new slot for another joke. <laughs> I've always wanted to ask you this, okay? So never have. Your big uh, moment when you were at the, was it the presidential correspondence dinner? Or Congressional. Whatever? Okay. And Bush is supposed to be there, and then he doesn't because the peso goes. Uh, no, it wasn't south. that. They wanted they wanted Cheney to be seen laughing because he just shot so, the guy. Right. Oh, that's okay. Right. Yeah. But but now nah, that's going to be hilarious. You know what? I'm really looking forward to being in a luxury booth with Ellen DeGeneres someday. <laughs> I'll, I'll be there for that one, man. They're going to put Pence and Ellen in a booth together next, and just watch the fire steel cage, the match. conversion booth. <laughs> <laughs> that would be on the field. <laughs> yeah, they're going for the conversion here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the two-point conversion and Ellen conversion booth. Do you believe in miracles? I yes. I don't think they're going to change her out. I, I think she stays. Did hey, Pence you, you is from something? Indianapolis, too. <laughs> yeah, another. Pence is, he's from Indianapolis, too. I'm sure he talked to you about the weather. Yeah, probably about the weather. <laughs> A lot to talk about. It rains every day. Yeah, I just, I just can't imagine that this – this is it. Just all maybe it's just the cynic in me that's finally going. I think Have I not seen this, or is this all just so choreographed, poorly choreographed? I cannot tell if it. I think you have a point. I think they do. Jerry Jones is blatantly saying this is good for the game. Right? People are talking about uh, this game, good or bad. When uh, outside the game, right? They're talking about the game, and that's uh, our game. <laughs> Game of Bones. I will live forever. <laughs> I just can't see it as real. I just can't. I can't look at it and feel smart. That's because the Steelers aren't winning. No, if they I were did, winning. Be like, this, this is the most legitimate game. Ask Toledo. I started this a couple of years ago. I'm like, does this all start feeling a little bit choreographed now that they're starting to say, "Don't touch the quarterbacks. We got to pay too much money when these injuries." We're going to start eliminating hitting soon. 
we better start a new way of being interesting. Two things I want to bring up um, before we move on from this, uh, especially about the ref stuff. One is I saw Mark Schlarathon, who's a good friend. Yeah. Um, that, that sounds like a run, the Mark Schlarathon. We should have one. It's just really gimpy yeah. running. We should have one for like Mark Schlareth, uh, like to save him, even though he's fine. Yeah, well, and then you're the, the the champion gets some chili, some Mark <laughs> right. Schlareth yeah. stinking good green chili. Um, so he had two great points about uh, replay. He's like. The refs, the whole point is, the reason they brought replay in is we want to get it right. Unless you run out of challenges, right. then it doesn't matter the anymore. Game doesn't if matter. you have enough challenges, then we want to, it's it doesn't matter anymore. Point. I thought it was brilliant. It yeah. was fantastic. It really is. And the other point was something I can't remember now, but it was a great point. Well, I'm sure it sounded, if it's as good as that first one, yeah. we'll just leave Let's it just there. Let's just do two of the first one. His second point was, how great was that first point? Which is a great point. <laughs> great point. Great job. Tony Reale just gave you ding, 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 ding. That's four. When he said, I have a great point, it was so good, I actually added a point to it and made it two great points. Yeah, it was just, it's, it, he's got a great uh, theory there saying, we want to get everything right, but you better be right about when we're right. And his other point was this. Uh-oh. That he said... Stop letting people who are outside the game determine and control what the game is. Right. The people who love football, and it's all about the uh, outside forces on football now as opposed to the people who played football and the longtime fans of football. Yeah. They're, they're, um, they're kind of being dismissed. Yeah, yeah. and, and it's, it's made uh, the whole – NFL is made for China now. <laughs> oh, no. Don't tell LeBron. But, yeah, I, I think also, though, that the referees on the field have such a hard job at this point that I think they're sort of quietly rebelling in their own way, saying, we're getting these calls on the field, and we're tired of the scrutiny and the stuff, so whatever we call, we're not overturning anymore. And no matter how egregious it is, we're going to stand together, no matter how stupid it makes us look, for the most part – we're just going to let the call stand. And, if, and maybe there is a theory to say they're going to lead us back into the human error aspect of it and just get used to it. As fans, I think we all know it balances out. You know, there's 10 holding calls. I don't know calls. if we do. Uh, well, no, because we're, we have a big spotlight on it for three days after going, what would you think of the Lions-Packers call? What would you think of Trey Flowers? Do you like his reaction in this and that? If they didn't talk about it, if it wasn't a topic to talk about, they wouldn't constantly harp on it. They'd say, oh, there's some bad calls, but every game has four or five You bad. know what? If, if Trump gets involved, though, oh. that call in between, uh, between the Green Bay Packers and Detroit Lions, and I love Aaron Rodgers. He's a tremendous – I think Aaron Rodgers is the me of the NFL. But let me say this. Those calls were terrible, and they need to change those calls or everyone's going to China. <laughs> <laughs> and you're all going to lose money. Tariffs. <laughs> yeah. I just, I, I want it to be right. I, I don't want to believe what my brain's telling me. But it just, to me, it's just so obvious. It's the, it's the, you know, it's the Oswald prison transfer sloppy. It's just right in front of you. Like, isn't this, like, does everybody think this is legitimate anymore? Yeah, it's a script. It seems scripted. Yeah, it seems very, and then the cameras roll up and go, oh, look who's up in Jerry Jones's booth. Jerry and happened to invite 
a prominent lesbian and a Republican president who are going to butt heads on social media, guaranteed. All right, Super Bowl. All right, the, look at, let's take a look up in Jerry Jones's. But right, it's got to yeah. be the next Super Bowl in Dallas. Let's take a look in Kim Jong Un and <laughs> <Right>. Donald Trump. <laughs> we pass the dip, please. Would like that very much. You know, Jerry is, uh, I'm sure, petitioning to have the first presidential debate in his box. That's where I'll have it. You know, Trump will be there. And then if it's uh, Warren or, uh, you know, Warren will be like, why am I here? Yeah. (laughs) It's like, well, the NFL. I mean, it got it got so we got so big that uh, it was a question in the debate last night. What did you think yeah. of Ellen and George Bush hanging out together? Right. I, what is that about? I, I can't even imagine. But you're dragging in all the social media nonsense to football. And, and the self-importance of sports has gotten way out of hand anyway, as we're seeing with the NBA and China and all that. But this, this weirdness of let's turn a spotlight on everything except the game is really strange to me. Because it, all it does is fill that 24-hour news cycle for the sports, ESPN, uh, the NFL Network, which is there now, and, and that's exactly what CNN had to do when they start to manufacture stories. Fox News, they have to manufacture stories to stay relevant. It's a ratings game. They're not interested in telling you the truth. They're interested oh. in you being interested. Yeah. You know who else does that? The weather people. Oh, oh yeah. Man, I tell you person. what. <laughs> I'm telling you. That no, there is a reality of that. Like They want you to stay in your house, and they're telling you yeah. that a blizzard yes. is coming in Phoenix. It's horrible. Yeah. When Frank Caliendo's trying to sell some freaking tickets. Yeah. And they're telling people not to leave. And they're like, hey, I'm trying to sell some tickets. And then nothing happens. I've See been that, there. That episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm where Larry David realized that the weatherman used to always say it was going to be nasty when he wanted to golf. And it <laughs> was, was always a, a nice day. Classic. That was a classic. great episode. But then you just start to, you can manufacture information. And we, the masses, are stupid. We'll dive into salacious before we'll dive into, hey, wait a minute, is that real? We love this stuff. We're a TMZ nation. We absolutely love it. I don't love it. I don't. No. I, you know what? We As a group, we do. Individually, we are like. Yeah, Carlin talking cool. about crowds. Individual yeah. people, smart and interesting yeah. group of people, idiots. Sketchy idiots. Right. Completely. All yeah. right, Scott, we've been waiting the oh. whole show. Shh, everybody, listen. Scott's going to do stuff. Uh, Preface this I'm, I'm, with. We forced Scott Long to do this against his will. It's my favorite part of the show now. Uh, did did Bruce Contrarian, uh, what did you think of that game last week uh, with uh, your quarterback? I'll tell you what, Daddy. That's, good. that's part, part of the problem is not playing in the United States of America, where it's a fantastic place. James Winston doing everything he can. He's going to be better. Next week, watch him come back, throw 55 touchdowns. He was driving on the wrong side of the road, right? So he can't. I mean, he probably thought he was supposed to throw it to the other guy. JW? Yeah. Win, Winnie. The Marriott? The we call him the Marriott. <laughs> we call him the, high, the highest level Marriott. JW Marriott. Scott Long. Here, here we go. Jameis Winston. Is that how you pronounce it? Jameis Winston? Sure. Whatever He's you want. He's thrown more picks than Eddie Van Halen this uh, past week. So there you go. <laughs> Timely. <laughs> Eddie Van Halen just went into the hospital because he's like 100 years old. Throat cancer. Sure. Oh, Oh, Jesus. I didn't know it was that bad. Why are we laughing? It's terrible. Scott's joke was aimed at Eddie. (laughs) Yeah, specifically. I'm I'm on uh, Team Diamond Dave. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. What could be in the sack? (laughs) (laughs) He's Scott the Snake Long. (laughs) Failure. 
is the best teacher. That is why the smartest fans are Bengals fans. I am telling you that right now. That's a, that's a theory. Of that's mine. a philosophy more than <laughs> what a joke. Is that? That's like a Confucius thing. I feel like I just opened that a, was a mantra. A, I just opened a, a, my, the worst fortune cookie ever. <laughs> my third eye. <laughs> <laughs> if the NFL was sponsoring <laughs> right. fortune cookies like it, Panda Express. You know what? NFL- <laughs> it's the Panda Express I, version. I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'd love to see the NFL with, with fortune cookies. I'd love to see how that goes over. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, oh, boy. You know who wouldn't like that? The NBA. <laughs> All right, here's Scott's third one. This clue closer. Has, does, did Barkley say anything about LeBron? No, did I he haven't heard in? anything yet. Oh, I don't even understand what's happening. I don't. I, I know that people are mad, but I don't understand why everybody is still talking. Like, I think it's. Whoa! I told you Batman was going. Look at oh. even, the rest of the show. The rest of the show. All right, that's it. That's a cool pose. <laughs> that was what? Oh, put him down. I told you he was going to go him for a little bit. No, what are you doing? <laughs> Gonna finish the show. Let you know that nothing is choreographed. Everything, and I mean everything, is real. <laughs> no, I gotta put it. I, back you up do. Might have a promo. Oh, for God's no. sakes, Scott, do more jokes. <laughs> well, you can't hear them. That's all right. That scared the hell out of me. Hey, I have a little credit for catching Batman. No, that was fantastic. Your your reflexes are incredible. Hey, bad buddy. This is the first. Uh, that never would have happened with me, old chum. I'm a lighter, much more adept Batman than this heavy, clunky thing you've got behind us. All right, any more? Go ahead, Scott. So the Chargers are set to build a new stadium, but they haven't found anyone to sponsor it. And since it's going to feature a lot of inside, you know, athletes inside it, perfect name. Kim Kardashian Coliseum. Oh, I get it. <laughs> I, I still screwed it up. It's going to feature <laughs> athletes inside it, like it's, Kardashian. It's okay. But I your energy. Like that. It's yeah. a good joke, but yeah. your energy, you're so just deflated from us. Well, I thought Batman was even going to come at me the last he time. He fell it's asleep like during first... the second joke, the actual doll. <laughs> he was trying to go upside down like a bat. That was good, Homer. <laughs> thank you. Thank you very much. Scott good. Long's jokes have knocked me out. I didn't know Batman had kryptonite, but evidently we now know. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna I like that joke. For this last one. The I'm third one was good. All right, here we go. The Falcons should wear postal uniforms since they spend their whole day mailing it in. There we go, right? <laughs> the follow-up. <laughs> Toward the end, after I know it's failing, then I'm like, oh, it man. petered out at the end. The bailout oh, is awesome. No, I think I like your bailouts yeah. Uh, yeah. a lot more now. Yeah, because uh, he knows the punchline before us, and he knows it's not going to work. <laughs> I loved it. I loved the Kardashian one, and that was the one you probably uh, stumbled over. The hey, most. That was classic. Here's, here was part of last week while it was even better. I couldn't see your facial expressions. All I could do was just hear the silence, which oh. I would like. It was just either brutal or I'm like, am I still on? Am I is the technology? <laughs> but that's what was fun. That was no, I know. So I know. next week we Turn don't around. want you to see us. Yeah, yeah. I think that's going to the, the the booth of of silence, the booth of comedy. Turn around like you're going to do an impression in the fifties. Yeah. <laughs> Now, who was the impressionist that used to turn around? Because all that's of always them, the, John Biner, did, well, Rich Gorshin, Little didn't do that, right? Rich Little, Little I think, did too. Who invented the turnaround? Yeah, I don't know. That's a weird thing because I I remember that was how uh, on the monkeys. I remember Mickey Dolenz 
used to always go, all right, watch this. And he'd turn around, and then he'd come back, all right, you, you dirty rat. And I'm like, why did he have to turn around? <laughs> it's a taped show. He could have just cut to that. But they did. Every time Mickey Dolenz would do his uh, Cagney, he would turn around. That would be great to do with a very contemporary impression. You turn <laughs> yeah. around. Bring it back. And man. then you just you, you mess up your face. You mess up your hair a little bit, and you turn around. I don't know who you are. Yeah. I don't know what you want. What's he doing? What was <laughs> I that? know you were looking for me to have a different voice when I turned around. <laughs> but I Does Daryl Hammond do that? I mean, and why aren't uh, we talking about Daryl Hammond? Oh, uh, we have a great like... story we can't tell you right uh, now. We're running out of time. <laughs> Damn it. Okay. That's such a good story. We'll get to it. Kind of like my picks. Yeah, your picks are that's, uh That's what's on the agenda here. Okay. Um, two so, and three last week. Two and three. Toledo yeah, a, loves to torment you on. Yeah. I am. I am exactly five hundred for the year. I believe Toledo, right? Exactly what be. we didn't want. Yeah. We even want, Steven. Yeah. I'm even Steven. But you haven't lost a dollar, <laughs> which means it's well, winning with gambling, right? Uh, no, because you always have to pay the. Oh yeah, you pay the, the juice. That's right. So yeah. Okay, so Colts minus one over the Texans. Love that one. Uh, the Colts had the week off last week. The Texans, you know, scored 53 points. Total flip this week. I love the Jags, minus two and a half over the Bengals. Uh, the Jags are trying to win, and they got rid of Jalen Ramsey because they're trying to improve their locker room. Yeah, but his back, his I, back hurt. Yeah, he didn't feel yeah. good. How about yeah, that knee jerk by the Rams? Two first round picks. Yeah, the oh, Ram and a four. The the Rams knee jerk yeah. at three and three uh, is one of the biggest I've ever seen in football history, and kind of speaks poorly to the general manager and McVeigh for the very first time. It this does. Is, Marcus Peters was not two number ones and a four bad. Uh, they did no. not need to replace that guy that badly. He's not having a great year, but Jalen Ramsey is not going to come in and change that team for the next seven years, which is essential. Well, he might be there for a year or two. Tops. Right? That's I mean, what I'm saying. I mean, they may be still giving away draft picks while he's playing somewhere else because it is yeah. it is literally uh, selling the the farm for this year. And they're three and three. It's not. They've had a couple of decent to Why bad not? games, but man, they they sold the farm for one player who can't. Get his hand again. McVeigh just needs to adapt. He's in his yeah. adaptation time because he was getting. He came in. He's the the young genius. Then the defenses started figuring it out, and now he's got to have Plan B. And this is where you find out how much of a genius they started to pay people, and now they're with Gurley Goff. They paid people early, uh, very early, and Gurley Goff. You've been paid Jaylen early Randy. in a contract. Like, oh, it's but, the best. Have you? It's you have amazing. Like they start doing your contract way early. They give it a couple years when you still got a couple years left. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, it's uh, it's the best. I don't as think a, I've ever had that. As a person who gives me money after a five year deal, they redo me in three. And then that third year, man, oh man! I'm, I'm trying to think know they want you more than they can tell you, and it just gives you all the leverage, right? All but it's a, I think it's even more interesting in football because so many people can get hurt, and the decline is so yeah. fast. But that's why nowadays these guys are like, hey, if you're if you're coming on this strong, you're paying because I might not be here in eight weeks, so I'm going to make sure you're paying me for a long. Time. I also think we're going to start seeing a lot of people bailing early on their contracts oh, yeah. and say they want to get traded and having bad backs and hangnails. It's what we talked about before the season started that you can kind of uh, behole your way out of any bad situation just by being uh, a good player. If you're good enough, you can wreck a locker room and tell your agent he'll get me some. That's what happened in the Steelers. Exactly, last year. exactly. Two what guys yep. did it yep. basically. So and I still lean on Le'Veon Bell being kind of right. 
in a weird way. He his agent actually had a point. A B was just uh, you know crazy. A B. Yeah. So it turned. But now you got Jalen Ramsey, the dude in Dallas. Uh, there's a bunch of people that are just like, well, I'll just be a jerk until you trade me. And Jalen Ramsey, I mean, to the Jags' credit, they got the best of this deal. I think they're in totally. great shape on this. And But the Rams, they go to Atlanta this week. They're a three-point favorite. And I love the Rams in that game. I, I yeah. do because I think the Falcons, I don't know if you heard, they've mailed it in. I don't know if you heard about that. <laughs> but, got to take mean, care of Rams, business. We're going to make sure we get it. And uh, the Falcons are like the U.S. postal system. The Clavens. <laughs> well, it's a they little fact that uh, Scott Long's going to go to about 500. <laughs> <laughs> I'm at Mall of America tomorrow, uh, so there you go. Are you Perf- working there? Performing or walking no, around? No, no, I just took it. Look, when you live in a colder climate, John, mm-hmm. uh, and you have children, two of the things you know nothing about. Thank God. What happens, I don't thank God, these are both, <laughs> I was both compliments to you. Uh, thank you. It's like I'm trying to – if I'm coming off, someone's like, he's trying to rip him. No, I think both ways I just complimented him in a way. You just basically um, said, what a wonderful life you have, John. Let me explain mine. Yeah. <laughs> I took a minivan to the Mall of America so they can ride rides inside tomorrow. Wow. At a mall. They do. It's mid-October. How bad can it be? You can't ride a ride outside in the Midwest in October. Really? You well, start it's to like forget. 50 degrees. I've forgotten completely. I, listen, I used to live there. It happens to me all the time. I leave Phoenix in a yeah. pair of shorts, and I'm in during the polar <laughs> vortex in Milwaukee, and I'm convulsing as I'm leaving the airport because I didn't even bring a windbreaker. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'm like I literally shorts, no t-shirt, kidding. and go, I thought we were still good to go outside. I mean, the the World Series is going to go on until Thanksgiving. I thought thought we were all good. The Fall Classic, yeah. just like Batman. Yeah. <laughs> I'll that was <laughs> I'll catch it. That was a good one. You were so fast. You know, it's what I do. Batman needs the people. I, I'm still wondering what happened. That's our difference in our reactions. Yeah, <laughs> you were just going to let it happen. But no, I won't let it, Batman. Is that going to be the uh, video highlight that you're going to put up on uh, Twitter and? Uh, There's Instagram? a pretty good shot because the way yeah. Batman goes parallel with the ground, yeah. it was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, you don't even move. You. <laughs> all right, you got all your picks out. Uh, they got one more. Good. Seattle minus three over the Ravens. I'm still not buying the Ravens. Ditto. I don't think they can go to Seattle and uh, c- cover the three points. So I like the Colts minus one, the Jags minus two and a half, the Seahawks minus three, and the Rams over the mailing it in Falcons. There you go. <laughs> I think this is a good uh, week of picks for him. Yeah, it sounds, it sounds pretty reading, solid. I'm reading three or at least on this one. So yeah. Yeah. Josh got and even we'll two see. would be great for him. Yeah, that, two would keep him 500, which is, you know. I keep 500. Yeah. Even Steven. All right. I think uh, I think we nailed it this week once again. <laughs> <laughs> well, don't review the show to end it. What? You can't just review it to end it. Why? Just say goodbye, and then afterwards, when the mics are off, we'll go, I think that was we nailed that. Oh, I wasn't, I wasn't going to. No. Oh, I, that's not included. I just then. like to let people know. That you were happy? Where it was good enough. <laughs> that the show was 500. It's a great show. We just did a great show. Probably Don't edit this. Best show I've ever been a part of Yeah, in the studio today. Did I tell you that I got to hang out with Tom Brenneman Saturday for a little while? No. The great Tom Brenneman was here. I was at a wedding. He happened to be at the same exact hotel. And I walked in and the Fox crew's having their meeting. 
And uh, the, the producer, Scott Snyder, goes, come on in here and just break in as Brent, Brenham and just walk oh, in and do the Brenham. And I walked in, I'm like, all right, everybody, who's been eating my mac and cheese? I've just about <laughs> had it with getting my food touched by you morons. And I hear, oh, boy, oh, boy, here we go. <laughs> Holmberg's here and he's going to ruin everything. You know, Vaskurgeon does a better me than you. Oh, no. Okay, 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 okay. He, does, he doesn't have the, uh, the the sense of humor with it? You don't understand Veskirgen. And we had a thing this week about how we, we think that the Fox team will make Tom Brenneman say things about people on TV just by pointing a camera at him. They know he has to say something. So the, he's like the weather people from Indianapolis. They did a shot of Larry Fitzgerald. I'll tell you this. Larry Fitzgerald is one of the top three human beings on the planet. There's Jesus. <laughs> my mother. Then Larry Fitzgerald. And, I, you know, there's a guy there that when he goes on and on, it's pretty amazing. You never hear about the flash or the numbers. And he's got them. He's got them. And then the camera goes over to Julio Jones. There's another one. <laughs> and he just he won't stop saying nice things about these, these downtime. Gruden's out, man. Yeah. And when Gruden, I'll tell you what, I love that guy, That's man. exactly what it is. It's the same. I love these guys. Do we have time? I have one last thing. I yeah, yeah, go ahead. Did you guys think it was a cool move or a bad move to have Jerry Rice standing on the sidelines when Larry Fitzgerald took over the number two in yards? I think that's the meanest thing someone can do to an accomplishment. Why? Because you're just basically going, uh, I know it's your moment, but hi, you'll never catch me. And he flew out for it. We didn't talk about this already, did we? No. Okay. Yeah. No. It, it drove me bananas. I don't think Jerry it's that, Rice because Jerry Rice is generally considered the greatest. Of course. He of doesn't need to be there when Larry Fitzgerald breaks the only record he can break. Right. And it, the, the, pro, the difficulty for me was when Jerry Rice said. Yeah. Oh, you got my other 60-some records right. that you aren't going to touch. Hey, yeah, he went out like of his way like, to say, nice job, second. It's like winning an Oscar and having Jack Nicholson standing there going, nice. Good work. You know what I would have done? Yeah. Cushion the bat into his bed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> He's not even nominated. He didn't present. Uh-huh. He just goes up there with you to accept the award. <laughs> he what are you doing here? I got a whole bunch of them. We so know. So if Joaquin Phoenix wins the Academy <laughs> yeah. Award, you're saying Nicholson will come up in the Joker makeup? I'm going up with him. And he just wanders up the <laughs> Guess stairs. Guess what? I brought Ledger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have a hot time oh, in the old town tonight. That's how good I am at this. <sighs> so he brings an urn? He brings an urn? He brings all of his no, Oscars? No, I brought him back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's even I conjured him. I, yeah. conjured. I don't, I just, I have trouble saying, like, you know, it's it's almost as like when the 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 uh, the Rams maybe last year had a little party at the end of the Super Bowl and the fans showed up and so did the Patriots. You know, Los Angeles threw a little party for the Rams and why is Tom Brady here? We're just this is just a thanks for almost getting there, guys. Great job, Rams and the Patriots showed up. Jerry Rice being at Larry Fitzgerald's second place party is mean. It's I, like an ex-wife showing up to your wedding and and she left you. And you know, Larry probably loved it. He's a, yeah, oh, of course. Oh, it's good to see you. Because he's a great man. <laughs> Jesus, my mother, Larry Fitzgerald. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding about Jesus. My mother. <laughs> I just rearranged it. Tebow, my mom, Larry, Jesus, and Colonel Nathan Jessup. <laughs> it's true. He loses money. Now you can go. All right. We nailed it. We'll see you guys next week. 500.